everybody, and welcome to another episode of Build a Brand. I am Corey. And I'm Eric. And as usual, we are building brands of things that we don't have the rights to. Just coming up with products, uh, uh, features, uh, just business solutions to really anything. Sweet business. Sweet business. Sweet business. That's getting... All right, uh, so... (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, react to your enthusiasm and uh, just let you go first. So, whenever you're ready, Eric, pitch me your most recent idea. Okay, and it is a recent idea. Very, it is a very recent idea, um, spurred on by a, a combination of panic and fries that I think have gone bad. Uh, so my pitch today, and. The, the title is still a little bit shaky, um, but I am pitching Street Sharks, Athletic Jorts, and Other Denims, which is probably one of the worst things I've ever written with my fingers. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> to give you a little bit of background... Uh, Street Sharks is a Canadian-American animated series about crime-fighting half-man, half-sharks, and is an honest-to-goodness real thing. Why? It's it's like it's like a terrifying version of Canadian Ninja Turtles. I didn't except... realize it was a Canadian show. Yeah, I didn't either until I started researching, but um, I didn't get access to a whole lot of animated shows growing up. Uh, out in out in the boonies there, so <laughs> street sharks is what I got my my filthy filthy paws into, and uh, yeah, so 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 street <sighs> sharks, um, yeah, they fight crime and but they're all of them seem to be pretty sports oriented. They're all all siblings who through some gene manipulation. Gene manipulation. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of picked up on G- that. Gene manipulation. Denim manipulation. Gene <laughs> denim manipulation. Denipulation, we get it, yes. Yeah, yeah, anyway. So. <laughs> Moving along. Um, yeah, so they're athletic teens that got turned into sharks, but... Like, one of them rollerblades, one of them does biking, and, uh, I don't know, the others do other stuff. They're into, like, extreme sports, as you can imagine, a bunch of... Yeah, yeah, like like rollerblading. Yeah, well, like rollerblading. Yeah. So, I thought, athletic wear. Also, I'm pretty sure most of them wear jeans. Um, I'm not basing that off of anything I actually remember, I just... I just thought jeans, but yeah, athletic denims is what I'm going for. See, see when I picture them, I, I can picture at the very least one of them wearing, uh, like, uh, torn torn jorts, so... Yeah, I'm I'm confident there are torn jorts. I'm pretty sure the roller skating one um, wears torn jorts. Yeah. Streaks! Streaks is the rollerblading one. Why do you Why do you know any of the names? Because I have Wikipedia open. Okay, um... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Before we get deeper into this, I have to remind you of the names of the rest of them. Oh, please. I'll just cover the Bolton family. 
So that is the main street sharks and their father. So the street sharks are Ripster. Who Jab. Is... Oh god. Oh, you want you want a full breakdown, do you? No, no. Just tell me I remember one was a great white, one was a Mako, one was a hammerhead, and I'm thinking one was a tiger shark. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. If it doesn't cover it in the Wikipedia article specifically, which one is which? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Ripster and Jab. and oh. Ripster, Jab, Streaks, the rollerblading one, Big Slamu, oh, and God. Dr. Robert Bolton. <laughs> Dr. Robert Bolton turned into anything. He he did? Apparently they don't show him in the, in the <laughs> show itself. It's an unspeakable horror. He, Yes, actually, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. He's he's only apparently ever represented in by a shadow cast on a wall. Just an ever-changing, shapeless, tentacled shadow. Yeah, so, um, building on this, mm-hmm. I, you know, a lot of athletic wear is built to people who have fit a certain size and shape, um, generally speaking, and... The the uh, Street Shark Athletic Jorts and Other Denims Company um, wants to cater to all sizes and shapes. Uh, Mako sized, great whites, um, unspeakable Doctor Horror, okay. any size and shape you could imagine. They will make athletic denims for you. So it's custom made. Uh, sometimes they they have a regular off the rack line, but oh, but, but custom uh, isn't off the table. Yeah, custom's not off the table. They cater to all kinds. Okay. They just want to make sure no matter what kind of unspeakable sea-based horror you've been turned into, that you have a nice, comfortable pair of athletic jorts that you can take extreme kite sailing. Okay. Um, athletic jorts. That's a, that's a phrase you don't really hear very often. <laughs> I'm guessing they'd be like the the stretchy kind of spandex j- denim. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that answers that. Well, a little on the baggier side, <clears throat> and a little on the stretchier side. Well, you gotta have that that extreme sports cred, and you can't just be going around in tight clothes. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Exactly. But and and they're shorts, so they're not as risky for doing the extreme sports. Have you ever Have you ever tried, Corey? Mm-hmm. We're gonna <laughs> dig into your. Okay. Have you ever tried skateboarding in Jinko jeans? I don't think I've ever owned a pair of Jinkos. Well, I mean, I I don't think I have either. I you know I have baggy. I I don't have. That's a lie. That is a deep untruth. Mm-hmm. I, I at one point had baggy jeans. Right now, all you own are khakis. <laughs> And Just... I'm moving into the athletic jort business. Yeah, yeah. And that is how I will live. Uh, okay. <laughs> All um... right. <laughs> so what I'm, I'm pitching you is a new fashion line mm-hmm. for people of, well, people. Just shapes. People, I guess. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what I'm pitching is a new f- denim, stretchy denim-based fashion line of athleisure wear for people and sea creatures and sea people creatures of all shapes and sizes and speakable horrors. <laughs> I, do, I do like the word athleisure. I don't know why. It's it's not fun to say, but it sounds good on the ear in a terrible way. Okay, let me let me run this phrase by your ears. Alright. Just tell me what your your gut reaction 
How does it make your body feel when I say athleisure denim jorts? I don't know. See, <laughs> I just don't know. My, <laughs> like it's, it, it enters a world of mystery within my heart, and I don't know if it's a good place or a dark place. It's it's a place of wonder, and you should be cautious in it. But yeah, wonder's a word for it. Um, <laughs> like okay, uh, I I'm gonna try and not picture these, especially with that horrible phrase. Um, what <laughs> specifically? If I if I'm walking down the street and I see two people clearly wearing different brands of athleisure denim jorts, how will I? Kn- what makes this brand stand apart from the? Already saturated athletic denim short fucking <laughs> industry. No, no, I agree. <laughs> we need com- we need something to stand out from the from the throngs <laughs> of jorts. I, I grant you, athletic jorts. It's a it's a rising industry, and some would say some would say um, oversaturated with with that stretchy stretchy denim. Mm. But again, are what Street Shark, Athletic Jorts, and other denims incorporated as pitching? Sorry, I just get a minute. Every time I read that, <laughs> it just it just wears you out. It just takes me down a couple notches. <laughs> uh, street Shark, ath- you know what? Let's cross it. Street Sharks. That's the name of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, we're going to change this to Bolton Family Athletic Jorts and Other Denims. That's a more respectable name. Yeah. Dr. Robert Bolton's Incredible Cure-All Athletic Jorts is... Oh, God. I would like to take that off the table as I was saying it. Good. (laughs) Good. (laughs) I gotta chase that instinct on that one. Um, Okay, yeah, so Bolton Family Athletic Jorts and Other Denims. Um, What sets us apart is our inclusiveness. We really, really will be building um, and designing jorts for all sorts of body shapes. Mm-hmm. You, ne- you see people in gyms and... I don't know where I was going with that train of thought. I kind of trailed off. I noticed. So, let me... Going back to my original thing, if two people are walking down the streets and they're both wearing jorts, the thing that will set them... Apart. The reason I will know one is wearing the Bolton family brand is because he is not really what could be described as human. Yes. Yeah, that's actually pretty bang on. So if you see, um, I don't know, just a regular, your run-of-the-mill human walking down the road wearing um, some athleisurely jorts, fair, fair bet they probably just picked those up off the rack at your your usual casual jorts store. Yeah. If you see people who are have not obviously, and I mean obviously, mm-hmm. had a significant amount of sea-based genetic manipulation done to them, I mean it's a fair bet those probably won't be the Bolton brand athleisure shorts. <laughs> However, if you see a big squid man <laughs> walking down the road, just just slopping all over the place, rollerblade rollerblades on the end of each one of those tentacles. And they're, they've got an, an eight-legged pair of jorts. You best believe that's the Bolton brand. Okay. <laughs> so what we're selling is not... I mean, we'll have different styles that you see available in other, in other fashion lines. But 
you won't see other fashion lines on an eight-legged octopus that's roller skating down the road. No, I I imagine not. (laughs) (laughs) And if you do, call them out on it. (laughs) Yeah, they're wearing bootleg jorts. (laughs) And that will not be fucking stood for. Bootleg bootcut jorts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh... It's hard. Um, it's so, okay. Go on. <laughs> no, I was just gonna just gonna ask, see where your interest was in you uh, in this this Shark Tank kind of scenario that we may be. <laughs> that's a little on the nose in this <laughs> <laughs> in this uh, octopus tank. Um, well, it's very difficult to have any questions about this because it's <laughs> such a, a baffling, baffling idea. However. Despite the small, very, very small market, the tiny, tiny demo that you're advertising to, that this product is created for, I gotta, I gotta say it is an inclusivity win. Now, <laughs> Hashtag I gotta add all on. sizes. Right now, yeah. <laughs> all sizes, any shape. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I also gotta add on to this. Right now the market is small. But with the help of Dr. Robert Bolton, <laughs> our market is literally growing every day. Whether it wants to or not. <laughs> Whether it wants to or not. <laughs> Listen, I know. And, <laughs> Go on. We are creating the demand mm-hmm. on, a, on a daily basis by creating more unspeakable sea monsters. Sea monster human hybrids. Hello, I've become part man, part globfish. Do you have anything other than denim? Fucking shorts. Can I have pants? No? Fine. That's... <laughs> that, that is the entire... In, God damn it! Why is this riling me up so much? I hate this product, but I... God damn it, I hate this! Now, now there, Mr. Puffer. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> I, I challenge you to go out and find another... Um, fashion brand on the market that will be catered to your size and shape. <laughs> well, look, okay. Can you guarantee that this future of man-sea-creature hybrids is an inevitability? Um, you don't have to prove it. Just can you make that guarantee? Our R&D department has assured me day in and day out that it is a guarantee and i i am inclined to trust them because they have done some fascinating things with fashion you know i can't say no to being an early adapter on something that apparently will happen so yeah you got my funding i hate the product but i will pay to have it made god damn it (laughs) i hate this (laughs) and uh one more time that's Bolton uh, oh, family, athletic jorts, and other denims. <laughs> oh, oh shit! No, other denims. So that means Mr. Globfish can get pants. Yeah, oh. I mean it's a smaller part of the line. Yeah, jorts but... is the focus. But <laughs> jorts is the focus, and I don't want us to totally box ourselves into just um, bottoms. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. We... I don't see why there's any reason we can't have an athletic denim shirt. Yeah, just go full uh, Canadian tuxedo. 
Yeah, a Canadian athletic tuxedo. Yeah. You know, you're, you're fancy, you're ready for the ball, but at the same time, also ready for a good run. Yeah, could get some rollerblading in, play some football. Canadian football. Yeah, Ride a motorbike. Yeah. Um, Emulate your favorite Rough Rider? Yes. That, it, okay, um, I just need to... Sorry, I didn't have any, no, didn't no, have no, any no. material to chase that one with. I can't remember any other teams other than, I think, the Lions... But that's kind of a very vague thing. For people that don't know, Saskatchewan has two teams both named Rough Riders because Saskatchewan is a just a cultural wasteland. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I, I should also add on to that that their their Rough Rider branding is strong enough that I can think of only one other CFL team, and that is from my, my own city. Uh the Edmonton Eskimos, which oh, is yeah. that's I mean that name's a problem. Wait, are, um, the, are, are the Red Blacks? Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, I just realized that. That's a bad team. That's a that's a bad name. Um, are the they Red... tried to rebrand recently as the Eskies, and everyone just kind of sighed. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just new name. Don't don't try to don't try to adapt the racist thing that you have. Um, yeah. And if I can make a suggestion to, I mean, the owners of the Edmonton Eskimos, who I know are listening right now. Oh, hundred percent. Can I suggest the Rough Riders? <laughs> yes. Look, it's a tried and true name. <laughs> it's true. Uh, you have a lot of fans in in the province already uh-huh. who already have all that good Rough Rider gear. Oh, geez, the Stampeders. I live in the city. How? Uh, anyways, this, this is not football and talk. <laughs> you, you live in the city, and the Rough Riders was the first name that came to mind. I, I'm from Saskatchewan originally. <laughs> I, I live... Fuck me, I guess. Uh, also, they're, they're a hugely popular team here for some reason. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, they wear watermelons they, on their head, those they, fans. They have fierce, fierce brand. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Heavy sigh. <laughs> Anyways, um, since I know nothing about football and you've already saved the money, the, <laughs> the hard-earned money that I will pay to have your dumb brand made... <laughs> The cash that is arriving in the mailbox tomorrow. <laughs> you think that envelope hasn't been hasn't been sent already? You're wrong. Anyways, my product, <laughs> moving on through fucking force, is, <laughs> and I know you're gonna like this because I know that you binge watch movies for reasons that make no sense to me. Twister, the home version. Okay. So. <laughs> I remember way back when watching game shows. Usually, you know, you're sick, you stay home. That's when the best TV is on. Of course, daytime soap's the best. Anyways, that's a lie. Game shows I'm talking about when you would watch uh, Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, stuff like that. And sometimes, early on, they'd be like, at the end of the show, if you're interested in a home version, blah, 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 just, you know, that kind of thing. So, that's kind of what popped in my head. So, the Twister home version, as that's not a game show, this is just to experience what it's like to be a storm chaser in your own room. It consists I, I of... I do have questions. I, I will wait till the end to ask them. So, I, ha- I have... I can't... To call it a half a page is being very, very kind. I have some notes. I had to <laughs> rewrite them. But it consists of a Twister simulator machine which I'll get into uh, later, as well as miniature cars, people, cows, silos, just uh, standard standard um, tornado belt type things that you would find. Usually rural, no no real build, big buildings. 
So, the Twister Simulator is essentially a modified and overpowered blender and fan, minus the metal blades. Well, that's, that's a good, that's a good redu- removal from the... Yeah, we don't need those metal blades, because that's just, that's just silly. This is a high-spinning, lots-of-wind-creating machine that you put in the center of your room. As for the miniatures, they're made out of appropriate materials. We could have gone for, say, uh, Nerf foam, but we're in the we're we're of the mindset that the best possible thing is to go for realism. So uh, the silos and cars are made out of Tonka tough steel. Uh, people and cows are plastic because you can't use actual meat unless you you know it it's shaped meat coated in resin or lacquer. But I feel like that would go into health code violations. I don't know if it would rot. I don't know really much of anything about resin. That's what I've been in my mind. I feel like that's kind of going into it. Also, just if it hits a wall too hard, it'll just smash and that is... Anyways. So what you do... No one wants that. No one one wants just old burger slammed against the side of their wall. So what you do, you set up the miniatures around the machine, you turn it on, and then the items are flung at very high speeds across the room. And that's really about it. Uh, <laughs> once you turn okay. it on, good luck turning it off, because there's going to be a lot of things flying around. And as I mentioned, <laughs> the silos and cars will be made of Tonka Tough Steel. And the, being hit in the head with plastic, hard plastic, probably wouldn't be nice either. But see, the thing is, regardless of these danger issues, I really do think that there would be people buying this. Okay. Because they're storm chasers. That's what they do. Yeah, and they they will have found it in their living room. Um, <laughs> Look, I just made now, this. I've never seen the movie, and I just used the single quote that I know. <laughs> so, anyway, sorry. Uh, go on. You had questions, sir, in the back. Wait, wait, wait. Let's <clears throat> let's backtrack for a sec. I do have questions. What was that quote again? We're storm chasers. It's what we do. Is yes, that, even... that is a line okay. in the movie. Oh I man! I had to think for a second. <laughs> Oh, I'm, pretty, God. I'm fairly confident that is... I'm not actually that confident that it's said. Look, I've heard a comedian reference that movie several times. I don't know if he's seen it, but it's a line that he made reference to quite a bit. I think someone eventually proved him wrong, but I'm going to pretend that didn't happen now that I think about it. I am going to, to go out and say here, as I think between the two of us, the... The the expert on Twitter. <laughs> Not Twitter. No, that's a lie. Twister. The one with the S in it. And the, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Just for the audience, could you tell uh, how many times do you think you've seen Twister? For the for the audience at home, the uh, the market <laughs> for for the Twister at home version. Mm-hmm. I've seen that movie probably more than a hundred times. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> I feel like there should be a note. I, I, my partner Allison and I, we get kind of stuck on movie loops sometimes, where we just watch the same movie over and over and over and over again. <laughs> we're like, I don't know what to watch. Do you want to just watch Twister again? Yeah, all right. And we kind of get on loops like this. Um, and there was there was one day uh, the <laughs> Twister DVD that we have auto plays. Uh, <laughs> I I'm confident that our our neighbors in the apartment 
that living another time must have thought we were completely not completely nuts because I think Twister played eight times. <laughs> <laughs> that's not to say we watched it all eight times. I think we went to bed. Uh, we fell asleep on the couch and we midway the through the first play. <laughs> Hours <Yeah>. pass. <laughs> Hours past. Twister has played three times. <laughs> um, but I don't actually remember that specific line in the film. So, um, <laughs> so okay. So this this product, the Twister at Home version, this is this isn't a board game. This is sort of a whole piece of home. It's a uh, it's a home equipment. experience. Yeah. Okay. So. So I have some things. Okay. There, there, there is already a. Uh, oh, it's not a board game, so I can check that question off. I was going to say that there's something that called Twister that already exists. Um. So you're just, you're just spinning in in this big, um, blend bladeless blender as things are whipping around you. Are, are the things being thrown in? Do they start in the machine with you? Do you have a, a friend just slowly pouring a bucket full of uh, uh, train scale-sized um, miniatures into a, 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 a whirling windstorm? They're inside. They're inside with you. See, like I'm not. I'm not picturing an enclosed space. I'm picturing a single machine in the center of the room. Okay, it's portable. Okay. Oh, all right. So, not an it is an enclosed space, or it's it, not? it is not. It is a single machine with a whole bunch of little miniatures that come with it. Okay. So, as part of the fun part of this experience, where you also get the 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 miniatures, you also get a little slice of what it's like to have a tornado in your home. Yes. As the wind generated will suck up your belongings and hurl them at you as well. Correct. Yeah. Well, nah, if it hits you, that's it's like. Look, okay, when a tornado is doing its thing, it's not aiming things at anything. It's just, it's living its life. It's just, it's following its zen, which this thing will also do. And if you get hit, well, that's just, you know, you buy the ticket, you take the ride. How do you turn it off? Get off my back, Denise. It's just living its life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Was that the cat? Spinning by? We got oh. cows. We got cats. <laughs> I think that's the same one. I can't... I'm not... View, listening audience? I'm not joking. I've seen Twister a lot. Um, now, are you at all concerned about people seeing this device online thinking, I can make that myself? Are you concerned about a um, DIY market, for example, starting up where... Uh, somebody just puts a, a large industrial fan laying on their floor facing upwards and just throws Lego at somebody who's spinning in circles around the room. See, you could ask that question about most products. A person could just look at a whole bunch of jeans and think, well, I could make I could make a pair of jeans for a squid man. <laughs> oh, I got scissors. I got thread. So <laughs> that's my counter argument is can't you do that with anything? I'm with enough determination, yeah, but I feel like there's more there's more hard work that goes into the textile industry uh -huh. than into throwing Lego at your brother <laughs> by, thro by throwing it into a, a 
a large, a like, large fan. industrial fan lying on the floor. Mm-hmm. Well, I will tell you, I am not concerned because okay, <laughs> our patent pending uh, a brilliant machine, which has yet to be un- has yet to be named. Uh, yeah, I don't think that uh, the average slob at home, the average twister fan, would be able to monkey wrench this thing together. I mean, speaking personally, as a Twister fan, Mm -hmm. you're correct. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fairly confident you could, uh, you could get some, I could get a fan and some Legos, but I don't think that that would be the... Oh, the power levels would... No, no, not at all. And I'm insulted (laughs) that you would think that would be a good enough substitute. (laughs) You can't no, get what I, what this kind of I... power at Home Depot. <laughs> we have engineers, goddammit. You need licenses for this sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. But not with this product. You think I'm an asshole? Is... <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? Well, well welcome to Shark Gun. Welcome to Tank... Well, welcome to Tank Fight. But I'm... <laughs> I don't know about your product. You're an asshole. <laughs> Look at Can I count on your funding or not? I need this All right. in as many homes right. as possible before the end of the year. I'll tell you what, Corey. If it wasn't for the fact that I am an absolute lover of Twister. Okay. And kind of want to watch it again tonight. Uh, I think I could take that for for a spin. I'm on board with your business. I will back it because there is not nearly enough Twister-related merchandise out there. Um, well, I, I think the market may be small if we can start branding it to uh, uh, genetic hybrids of of uh, people and sea monsters, which I guarantee is a growing marketplace. Oh, you're you're a saint. Um, I, I just thought I just thought of the name. Well, for the twister machine in the center, it's right. gonna it'll be the home wrecker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like the home wrecker. Okay. I was. Whew. Oh, I, no, I got a, I got, I got a, a real I got a, tickle out of all that. Damn! I wish I had watched Twister before this. I could get into twi- some Twister deep lore with some extra suggestions. But frankly, no one wants that. Not a single person. <laughs> nope. Okay, so one of the the highest setting could be called Finger of God. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, well. Now that we've had another two successful products. About... I mean, we are taking we are taking this entire economy by storm. We as are... soon as these get off the ground. Oh, the money! Like, like so many cattle. We're gonna have uh, as much money as Scrooge McDuck, and I'm talking about three hundred and ten dollars. We will we will be at least Scrooge McDuck. Rich. That vault is full of pennies. So <laughs> we <Yeah>. have <laughs> we have jorts, athletic jorts. Pardon me. We have athletic jorts for the fishman abomination in your life, and we have just the best home destroying product that could ever be coming to shelves yeah. near you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You'll need at least three people to bring this home. Mm-hmm. And with that, um, do you have anything to plug? Oh, no, I'm I'm just drained by all this wonderful business we've done today. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't have anything to plug. You can find me, if you like small plastic things painted, uh, I'm... Nah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell just happened? I just... All the wind went out of me. Those fries caught up with me for a second time. Look, okay, um, uh, what he's trying to say is if you like to see miniatures and uh, and the like, well-painted, etc., etc., I'm talking Warhammer or uh, that Mad Max game that you play sometimes, what was that? Oh, Gaslands. Yeah, Gaslands. Gaslands. A good time. Uh, yeah, it's you... at Albino Wishing Walrus on Instagram, right? Yeah. Yep, that's the one, and uh, Eric Broski Art on Facebook. And, um, I'm actually, yeah, you know what? I'm going to plug myself this time. I I, I generally don't. What? Plug it! Okay. <laughs> I thought you were yelling at the cat. Anyway, uh, I am at Geektionary Radio, G-E-E-K-T-I-O-N-A-R-Y Radio on Instagram as well. I don't post super often, but sometimes I post doodles. Sometimes I post dumb little pictures, like photographs. Doodles and pictures? Doodles, photographs, good. yeah. And, uh, I... what? No, no, sorry, it's just, it's just empty noise. Oh, okay. Just, just making sure you're still alive. <laughs> That's gas from there. Oh, oh good. Oh, okay. So, uh, with both of us confirming our continued existence, this has been Build a Brand. I have been Corey. I have been Eric. And thank you for listening. <laughs>